Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. How was your day today, Peyton? Good. It was good? Mm-hmm. Oh. What? Besides the parts that I, my stomach's been hurting. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. But it kind of went away, right? Yeah, but it's still coming back right now. Yeah. Do you know what my first instinct was? Hmm. Like, don't tell them you're sick because then you can't be here. But I just realized it's a podcast. And they can hold the, you can be throwing up and they can listen and they won't get sick. <laughs> Because usually when kids are sick, you're like, x on the X-A. Stop talking about it. Because then people are like, go home. Just kidding. I, never, I would never do that. No. Right? Mm-hmm. Did anything exciting happen today? Oh, our kittens got surgery. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was more thinking about Cheyenne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But our kittens, we have foster kittens, and they got fixed. They got spayed and neutered today. And everybody, cats are crazy, man. They're nuts. Like, our dog Oreo, when she got fixed, she, like, slept for an entire day. No, like, two, actually, it was, like, two days. She was, like, out of it. And these kittens, they're, like, playing around. They're playing around in the box on the way home. Cats are nuts, man. But today, oh, I know another thing that happened. What did Auntie Kayla have in her house today? A bat a bat and she called me and she was freaking out and she was like i don't i don't know what to do. there's a bat in my house i was like a bat and she was like yes and she sent me a picture and she was like it's moving its head oh my god now it's moving its wings i think it's gonna fly i'm like it's not gonna fly and it did it flew away oh. and then she heard it like hit the wall and then she couldn't find it and she has no idea where it is there's a bat in her house and she doesn't know where it is that's not funny that was a nervous laugh That's scary because what if the cat, her cats try to get it and then it fights the cats? Yeah. Oh my God, this is just bad. But we did want to talk about one special person. Huh? Cheyenne. Yep. We want to talk about Cheyenne. Cheyenne is one of my very, very best friend, Tanya's daughter, and she's 17 years old and she graduated high school because she was younger when she started high, uh, when she started high school, when she went to kindergarten, she was still four. So that means when you graduate high school, mm-hmm. You're always going to be 17. You won't be an adult yet. So she went into the Marines, you guys. And if you don't know what that is, it's like kind of like the Army, but they're the hardest branch of the Army with, well, besides the Navy SEALs, but their boot camp is the hardest and it's the longest. Normally, boot camp is six weeks, so that's a month and a half, but the Marines military is three months, 12 weeks. And she's a girl, and she loves, she used to love princess movies when she was little. And she's, like, so sweet. And, like, her voice is just so sweet and sounds like this. And she's blonde and cute and blue eyes. And she's in the Marines. And today, what did her mom say happened today? She had to go into this room that had gas. Yeah. And, um, snot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I, she didn't say that, but that's just what happens. She had to go into the gas chambers and... Can you tell them why they do that? 
um, because they have to wear a mask when they fight, and um, if they take it off, then they'll die. Yeah, so sometimes they're like, this mask is so annoying, and then they'll take, if they take the mask off when there's poisonous gas or things around, and they have told them, leave your mask on, that will happen, that could happen to them, so they, they're like this, okay, we're gonna sh- tell you why to keep your mask, to keep your mask on, and then they get all sneaky like this, and now we're gonna show you why, right? Yeah, yeah. crazy. Anyways, wackadoodly-doo. And tomorrow we're going to have another, we, we're, we're just too busy. Tomorrow we're going to have another conversation about a new pets that we're getting because we have two pets coming. It sounds weird to say, oh, actually we don't get them tomorrow, but they ship out tomorrow. They're going to, they're going to mail them with animal mail. Did you guys know that you could mail animals? How crazy is that? And they're all super safe and it's a special animal mail. But what's come, what is getting shipped out tomorrow? Um, two spiders. Yeah. We have two jumping spiders that are being shipped out tomorrow. We need to make you an Instagram account or something. Or maybe we'll do like a YouTube channel for you. So that people can see like all the stuff we talk about. Huh. Because they're really cute, you guys. If you haven't seen jumping spiders, if you guys know Lucas the spider, that's a jumping spider. And the Lucas spider goes, I've got all the eyeballs. And then there's another one who goes, oh my gosh, he can see me. I think he's looking at me. That's Lucas. And that's the kind of spider we're getting, and it's so cute. All right. Are you ready to read, little little beanie boo? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Sometimes I call Peyton little bean because my friend Star used to call her daughter little bean, and it's addicting to say. And we're reading Ivy and Bean. Isn't that just interesting? All right. And putting our cute little taco with a bow paper clip bookmark so that we know where to stop all right we are reading ivy and bean book eight and what does it say no news is good news yep Peyton do you want to kick us off with the first page okay first chapter what does the first chapter say squish 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 okay excuse me bean looked at around the lunch table Vanessa had it. She got it every day. Zuzu had it. Emma had it. Mm, Margalee. Margalee had it. Dustin had it. Er- Erica had it. Even Mac and Adamin had it. McAdam. McAdam had it. It. Everyone had it except to Bean and Ivy. <gasps> I know. I remember this book. Go ahead. I know what it is. You have it too. While Bean, while while Bean watched Vanessa open her lunchbox and took out a small red ball. Oh. Mm-hmm. You remember this book now? No. Okay, keep reading. It was a ball of cheese, but nobody carved, no, cared about the cheese. Oh, now I remember. Mm-hmm. The cheese was totally unimportant. 
the important thing was the coating around the cheese. It it was wax. I had it at lunch today. Today. Um. You want me to start over? I mean, you want me to take over? Yeah. Okay, hold really still. I'm going to put the phone right in between. Will you put your knee down? Oh, sorry. Will you put your knee down, babe? My what? Knee. Okay, let's see if we can do this. Oh my God, we did it! Okay, just don't bump it, okay? Really high-tech stuff here. We have the phone shoved in between two pillows. <laughs> okay. The wax was red. It was smooth. If you pulled on the secret string inside it, the wax split into two halves. You unfolded them and took the cheese out. Sometimes you took a bite of, it, of the cheese. Mostly you didn't. You just rolled the wax in between your hands until it was warm. Once it was warm, you could squish it. And you could squish it and squish it. You could make it into a shape. You could put it on your face. You could hold it for the rest of the day and it would get dirtier and dirtier until finally it was a small brown lump. Then you could stick it in the middle of your table and say it was a booger. <laughs> Look it, said Vanessa, rolling her wax. I made a soccer ball. Maybe mom surprised me, Bean thought. Maybe she sneaked, I think she meant snuck. Maybe she sneaked me, sneaked me, or, well, sneaked a cheese ball in my lunch for a special lunch surprise. She peeked into her lunchbox. Nope. Look it, said Zuzu. She had made a little wax horn. I'm a unicorn. And she, she stuck it in the middle of her forehead. Bean could grab the horn. She could grab it and run away and move to another country where she wouldn't get into trouble. She sighed. Ivy poked her, her with her elbow. Pretend you don't care. Check this out, said Dusset. He stuck the wax under, underneath his nose so it looked like blood was dripping out. Miss Rubitee is going to freak. Bean turned to Eric, who was squishing his... His wax flat. Trade you my granola bar for your wax, she said. She waved her granola bar at him. Mmm, granola. Why don't you put it in your... Uh, 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 uh. He glanced at it. Yuck! Look it. He stuck the wax over his eye. Do I look? Do I look like a one eye? Why don't you put it in your ear? I said. Bean, your mom will think that your brains are dripping out. That's what brain would. Uh, what Bean would do? No, said Eric. I'm a one eye. They're called Cyclops, said Ivy. Bean turned to McAdam. How about a nice granola bar, McAdam, old buddy? I'll trade you for your wax. McAdam shook his head. He held his red cheese ball out in front of his face and looked at it. And then he bit it. Bean watched him chew his wax and cheese. Ah! When he swallowed, she had to look away. What a waste of wax. Look it, said Margalee. She had made a mustache out of her wax. Bean took a sad bite of granola bar. It was going to be a long lunch. After school, Ivy and Bean slumped home. What a day, said Ivy. Another day, another dollar, said Bean. What does that mean, asked Ivy. I don't know, Bean admitted. My mom says it sometimes. We don't have a dollar, Ivy pointed out. I know, I wish we did. If we had a dollar, we could buy our own cheese ball. Careful. Bean, sh Bean shook her head. No, we couldn't. They'd cost more than a dollar, Ivy nodded. Here's what I don't understand. Everyone else's parents get some cheese, but why don't ours? 
We've got to keep trying, said Bean. Oh, oh sorry. Okay, you guys. You gotta... Okay, the knee is okay. going to keep knocking that down, kiddo. Sorry. All right. Um, here's what I don't understand. Everyone else's parents get this, gets them cheese, but why don't ours? We've got to keep trying, said Bean. Aren't grown-ups always telling us that we have to keep trying? Together, they trudged around around the circle of pancake court until they got to Bean's house. Hi, sweetie, said Bean's mom. Hi, Ivy. How was school? Fine, said Bean. The real answer was too complicated. What's for snack? Fruit, said Bean's mom. She always said that. Fruit, Bean repeated. We don't want fruit. We want cheese. I don't want to hear about that cheese again, said Bean's mom. Have some fruit. Fruit tastes better with cheese, said Ivy, especially low-fat belladon cheese in a special just-for-you serving size said Bean. Low-fat bell, wait, bell de lune, low-fat, I don't even know how to say that. Low-fat bell de lune cheese was the stuff inside the red wax. Low-fat bell de lune cheese is in a special just for you sizing that costs $5 for six little bitty pieces of cheese. So if you want it, you can pay for it yourself, said Bean's mom. And she had said that several times before. Cheese is good for you, said Bean. And Bean had said that before, too. Cheese is not good for you when it costs $5 for six little bitty pieces, said Bean's mom. We'd eat more fruit if we had cheese to eat with it, said Bean. I love fruit and cheese together, said Ivy. There's plenty of cheese in the fridge, said Bean's mom. Not low-fat Beldaloon cheese in the special just-for-you serving size, said Bean, reminded her. I don't want to hear one more word about that cheese, yelled Bean's mom, stomping out of the kitchen. She's so touchy sometimes, said Bean. Ivy lowered her voice. She'd probably be in a better mood if she ate. Ivy glanced at Bean and wiggled her eyebrows. Lou felt balloon cheese and just in a special just-for-you serving size, they whispered together. Chapter Cheesy Suggestion Really, Ivy and Bean didn't want to hear one more word about the cheese either. Words didn't seem to be getting them anywhere. Ivy had tried whispering low-fat Beldaloon cheese in a just in a special just-for-you serving size in her mother's ear in the middle of the night. Her mother was supposed to wake up in the morning and wanting wanting to buy cheese for Ivy. But instead, her mother woke up while Ivy was whispering to her and told her to get back to bed pronto. Do you think that would really work if you whispered something into somebody's ear while they're asleep? <laughs> you don't know? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. You should try it one day. Bean put a sticky note in her mom's book. In her best, tiniest handwriting, she wrote, Belle de Lune cheese is good, and stuck it over some work she'd figured her mom would read about Belle de Lune cheese in a book. She'd... Oh, oh yeah. And she'd buy some for Bean. Instead, Bean's mom told Bean to leave her books alone. It was trying... <clears throat> it was getting tiring, trying to make those parents do what they should. After they had eaten their fruit, boring, and some peanut butter, not as boring, but still, and a little bit of brown sugar, yum. Bean and Ivy played Easter er Eraser Valley. Bean had 56 erasers in different shapes. Most of them were animals, like bears and pigs, but she also had foods like french fries and toast, and sometimes Ivy and Bean set up shops and restaurants and schools in Eraser Valley and life was good and all and for all the happy erasers but mostly 
Eraser Valley was a disaster central. There were tsunamis and there were tornadoes. There were avalanches and earthquakes and plagues. Erasers had been through it all. You guys have those cute erasers, huh, Pei? Oh, she's already fallen asleep. Bean and Ivy lined the erasers up and looked at them. What would befall Eraser Valley today? We could sell them, said Ivy. Hey, they're my erasers, said Bean. She picked up the sushi and held it tight. I like them, not for sale. I thought you wanted wax, said Ivy. I do want wax. Then we need money, Ivy argued. We have to sell something. Nancy makes money babysitting, said Bean. And Nancy was Bean's older sister. She was rich. Do you think anyone would leave a baby with us? <sighs> Ivy made a face. What if it cried? Bean made a worse face. What if it pooped? Ugh, yuck, forget it. We've got to sell something, Ivy was determined. What's it going to be? Bean thought of a solution. Let's sell some of Nancy's stuff. Isn't it stealing, said Ivy? Nah, not really. Only a little. Bean shrugged. She won't mind. Really? Bean thought about it. Thought about the time that she had borrowed one tiny spoon of spool of wire from Nancy's bead kit, which Nancy wasn't even using, and Bean really needed and which Bean would have given back if Nancy hadn't found it in Bean's room on the in the first place and completely freaked out. Okay, maybe not. What can we sell? asked Ivy. She picked up a toaster eraser. I bet we could get a quarter for this. You're almost a witch, Bean pointed out. Can't you magically make money? I thought about it, but I've never heard of witches making money with magic. Why not? Bean asked. Even witches need money. Wait, Ivy slapped her head. Duh, witches make money by selling potions. Well, heck, said Bean, and she stood up, causing a major earthquake of erasers. What are we waiting for? Chapter Out of Business Ivy had been practicing to become a witch for a long time. She was going to be one when she grew up, for sure. She had already learned a lot of important witch things like spells and potions, especially potions. Potions were fun because you got to mix ingredients together to make them. Ingredients for potions were things like bugs and hair and leaf juice and rust. Ivy's collection of ingredients stood on a shelf in a special selection of her room that she called the magic lab. Ivy took her magic book from its hiding place and flipped through the pages, looking for a potion to sell. It had to be something people would want to buy. What do people want, she said. Horses, said Bean. She wanted a horse. Ivy looked at her book. Here's one for making your, ho your horse as fast as an eagle. Bean rolled her eyes. That's not much help if you don't have a horse. Ivy nodded. And then she giggled. Here's one that makes a person you touch fall in love with you. Ew, gross. Touching? Bean shivered. Maybe we could sell it to Nancy, suggested Ivy. Too mean, said Bean. To Nancy? Ivy asked. No, to whoever touched her. Jeez. Oh, okay, Ivy. Looked through the, Ivy looked through the pages, and then she stopped. This one's a good one. It's a flying potion. Hey, and flies are part of the ingredients. I've got tons of flies. She looked at the bottle of dead flies on her shelf. That's perfect, said Bean. Everyone wants to fly. I bet we could charge $10 a bottle for flying potions. $10? That's two bags of Belladoon cheese, said Ivy. 
Well, it's 12 pieces of wax, said Bean. Yuck, said Leo the next day at school recess. But you'll fly, said Bean, flapping her arms up and down and showing to show them how to fly. Are those, what are those black things? He, he asked, looking at the jar of potion. He had turned out sort of yellowish, except for the bits of hair that were black. Secret, said Bean. Flies, said Ivy at the moment. Gross, he said. Nobody's going to drink that from you guys. You're nuts. Ivy and Bean looked at each other and sighed. The potion was... N- was, the potion business was not so good, and no one wanted the potion, not even the special sale price of one dollar. Eric said that he would give Bean a quarter if she drank it, but she decided not to. A quarter wasn't enough to buy Belladune cheese anyways. Lunch was almost over, but they needed a potion buyer on the double. Vanessa walked by a lump of red wax. Oh, my... My alarm is going off. Um, it was, it was, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Vanessa had her hand. Okay. Vanessa walked by with a lump of red wax in her hand and her brother Toby in the other. Even though he was only in kindergarten, he had a lump of red wax too. It was worth a try. Hey, Toby, trade your, trade your flying potion for your wax, called Bean. He turned around and looked at her. And she waved that jar of potion. Don't you want to fly? She waved waved the jar some more. Look, I can hardly keep my keep it in my hands. It's trying to fly away. She gave the little jars a toss. See, it's it's the jar slipped through her fingers and crashed against the cement of the breezeway. Ivy and Bean stared at a million pieces of glass sitting in a puddle of dead flies and yellow glop. Just what do we have here, young ladies? Ivy and Bean turned around. It was Rose the yard duty. The potion business went from bad to worse. Bean swallowed. It took a long time. Finally, she said, Dad, can we have some money? You get an allowance. Bean sighed. No, I don't. Not for two more months. Don't you remember? His eyes got narrow. He remembered. Serves you right. Bean didn't want to ask about that quickly, or didn't want to talk about that quickly, she asked. But what if I need some money? Earn it, he said. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't get extra money from my parents. If I wanted a comic book, I had to buy it myself with money that I earned myself. But how do you make, but how do you make the money? Do you have a job? Sure, I had a bunch of jobs. I washed my father's car, for instance, and then I mowed the lawn and vacuumed the house, and he paused. There was the newspaper, too. Ivy and Bean looked at each other. Car car mouthed Ivy silent. I don't know what that means. Car mouthed Ivy silent. Nope, don't even know what that means. We'll wash wash your car for $10, said Bean at once. Ivy and Bean at once. No said her father. What do you mean, no? Bean yelled. You just told us that we should make some money by washing cars. Hello? Wait, hold on. Okay. Hello? Do you remember the time that you washed the house? Do you remember what happened in the basement? He said, no water. Bean rolled her eyes. Okay, okay, lawn. Ha! Her father snorted. You think I'm going to let you drive that lawnmower? Think again. Vacuuming, said Ivy? Excuse me, he said. Aren't you the ones who vacuumed up tuna salad? 
Bean sighed deeply. Ugh, fine. <sighs> what was the newspaper? Well, I made a newspaper, said Dad. He smiled. It was called The Explosion. Cool. Did it explode? Bean asked. That sounded like a perfectly pretty good newspaper. No, no. That's just what it was called, her dad said. He leaned back in his chair and he stared into space. It was about all of the stuff that happened in my neighborhood. You know, who'd gotten a dog, who'd fallen off of their bike, that kind of news. He started to look dreamy. It was great. Everyone wanted it and I charged a quarter a copy, which was a lot of money back then. I went to all the houses in my neighborhood. I remember exactly what I said too. Hello, I'm David. Do you want to know what's going on in the world around you? Subscribe to The Explosion and you'll learn all about the thrilling events that happen on Aspen Avenue. Plus, you'll be helping to keep a neighborhood child off the streets. What does subscribe mean? asked Ivy. It means that they gave me money. Bean's dad looked, still looked dreamy and then I brought them a newspaper when it was done. Bean sat up. They just gave you money first? Yep. How much money did you make? Asked Bean. Lots, he said. I don't remember. More than $10? I guess, he said. E er, more than $10? I guess, he said. Everyone bought it. Dad, said Bean, let me get this straight. You went around and walked around your neighborhood asking for money and people just gave it to you. You didn't have to give them anything, give them the explosion first? Her dad shook his head. No, they gave me the money and then I made that newspaper. Ivy and Bean looked at each other. It sounded too good to be true. Are you sure, Dad? Sure, I'm sure, he said. That's what subscribing is. Bean looked in Ivy, at Ivy and shrugged. Dads don't lie. Both girls stood up. Thanks for making such a great, such a great snack, Dad. See ya, said Bean. Wait, don't you want to hear about what I wrote about? Asked Bean and asked Bean's dad. But Ivy and Bean were already gone. Bean sat down with a lump in her basket, with her basket chair. Bet we could charge a dollar. Your dad's only charged a quarter, Ivy reminded her, when she she was stretched out on the floor. Yeah, but that was back in the in the old days, Bean said. Besides, your our newspaper will be great. It will be worth a dollar. What should we call it? asked Ivy. The explosion, said Bean. No, that would be copywriting, said Ivy. Okay, how about the wax? After all, the wax is the whole point of the newspaper. Ivy frowned. I don't think that most people will like the wax as much as we do. Well, you think of something. I am thinking, said Ivy. She put her feet up on Bean's wall so that her blood would rush to her head and help her brain. Suddenly, Bean slid out of her basket chair and collapsed onto the rug. The flippin' pancake... Get it? Because it's pancake court. Isn't that great? Sometimes her ideas were so good she amazed herself. The flipping pancake, Ivy said slowly. The flipping pancake. She took to her feet and then off the wall. It's perfect. Everyone who lives here will totally buy it. We'll be rich, 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 cackled Bean. We'll be rolling in wax, cackled Ivy. What a deal. The first stop was Kalia's house. Kalia was only two, so she couldn't read the flippin' pancake, but Kalia had parents. Both Kalia's parents were named Jean, which Bean thought was hilarious. Jean the girl answered the door. Hi, Bean, she said. What can I do for you? 
A terrible scream came from upstairs. Is that Kalia? asked Ivy. Is she okay? asked Bean. She's fine, Jean said. She's napping. Bean cleared her throat. It was time for her speech. Hello, I'm Bean, she said. Another terrible scream rang in her house. Bean talked louder. Would you like to know the latest exciting news about Pancake Court? For only one dollar, you can get one thrilling issue of the Flipping Pancake, and then you'll be helping keep two neighbor children off the streets. She smiled at Jean with all of her teeth, just like the people on television. All for the bargain of one dollar, said Ivy. That was her part. Upstairs, something heavy crashed onto the floor. Together, Ivy and Bean started to sing, Get the news on Pancake Court, Pancake Court, Pancake Court, all the news on Pancake Court for only a dollar. As the ads on television usually had songs. Sure, Jean said, looking at the ceiling. Sure, a dollar. Hang on a sec. She zipped down the hall, and Ivy and Bean waited at the doorstep, listening to something hit the wall and break into it lots of pieces zine um jean zipped zipped up back up the stairs oh wait what hold on jean zipped back great here she handled handed ivy a dollar just as the next scream blazed in the house bye she said shutting the door and they heard her running up the stairs wow aren't you glad we decided not to babysit said bean ivy nodded and stuck the dollar in her pocket. One dollar down, nine to go. The next house was Mrs. Tran's house. Mrs. Tran's yard was sparkly white with stones of big silver bubbles and teeny fences around every rose bush. It looked like some someone nice lived here, but that was a big lie. If Bean so much as put one foot on Tran's pink path, front path, Miss Tran's whipped out of the door and started yelling. Forget it. Not worth it, said Ivy. Bean nodded. Woo! They moved on to Jake the teenager's house. Jake the teenager was in the garage beside his house. They knew he was there because the loud music with bad words was leaking out of the garage windows. Jake the teenager didn't seem like the type didn't seem like the type to be interested in the flipping pancakes, so Ivy and Bean didn't go into the garage. They went to the front door of the house. Bean was so surprised that Jake, the teenager's dad, heard because heard over the doorbell over the music, but he did. Bean hollered her speech as loud as she could, and Jake, the teenager's dad, nodded and smiled. But just when Ivy thought she was about to say, and all for the bargain of a dollar, a really amazing bad word came flying out of the garage, and she lost her mind. Give us, give us some money! She screeched. Jake, the teenager's dad, nodded very fast and pulled $3 out of his pocket. Go, 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 he bellowed. Run away. He waved his hands, shooing them away before they could hear any more bad words, and they didn't even get to do their, have to do their song. When they got down to the sidewalk, Bean looked at the $3. We have to give him three copies of the flipping pancake? No, Ivy said. I think he just gave us extra to get to forget that bad word. Well, it's working, because I can't even remember it. Ivy and Bean looked at each other and giggled. After Jake the teenager, teenager's house came Fester the dog's house. No one was home but Fester. He howled when they rang the doorbell, but he couldn't answer. Next, 
Ruby and Trevor's mother gave them one dollar before Bean had even finished their speech. Of course, Ivy's mother subscribed. She paid for two copies. Katie and Liana's father said that he'd always wanted to know what was going on in Pancake Court. And Dino and Crummy Matt's house, their mother said she wished that her children were so hardworking. And she said it really loud so Dino and Crummy Matt could hear her over those video games. Ivy and Bean smiled modestly as she handed them a dollar. It was easy giving speeches and singing songs and taking money. It was easy and fun. I don't know why my mom and dad complain about going to work, said Bean as they left the Columbia's house. It doesn't seem like such a big deal. Careful of that car, yelled Mr. Columbia from his front porch. We always He's always worried about his car. And Bean waved and smiled and stuffed Mr. Columbia's car a dollar in her pocket. I bet we could make even more money, said Ivy, at Sophie W.'s house. Why? We have ten dollars. That's enough for two, bag two bags of Belle de Lune cheese, Bean passed out. I guess you're right, said Ivy. We don't want to get worn out. I can't believe bad news. I can't believe that that's what you wanted to buy with your hard-earned... Wait a minute. Okay, I can't believe that that's what you wanted to earn with your hard earned wanted to buy with your hard earned money," said Bean's dad. "Cheese." Bean and Ivy didn't even answer. They were happy as each of them had a little red bag of Beldaloon cheese hooked over their wrist, and the bags bounced against their leg as they walked. As they walked across the parking lot, it felt nice. "Do you want a cheese?" he asked. "We like cheese," said Bean. There was no reason to tell him about the wax. He wouldn't understand. Especially low-fat Beldaloon cheese in a special just-for-you one, just-for-you serving size, murmured Ivy, getting into the car. They sat quietly on the back seat as ben, Bean's dad drove them home, and they had planned everything out. They were going to wait until they got home to open their bags. They would each just eat one cheese that afternoon and then they would switch off cheese days. Ivy was going to go first. Tomorrow she would bring a Belladune cheese to school. The next day Bean would bring one and then the cheese bringer would split the wax with the non-cheese bringer and Ivy was going to use her half of circle to make a tiny voodoo doll. Bean wanted to squish hers in front of Vanessa for 10 days as they were going to drive everyone in Emerson school crazy. It was going to be great. So, called Bean's dad from the front seat. What are you, what are you guys going to start writing? Bean, Ivy and Bean didn't answer. They were thinking about wax. Girls. What? said Bean dreamily. You're going to start writing when we get home, right? What? Stop saying what. Your magazine. You're going to start your writing today, right? Magazine? The magazine, the newspaper, he yelled. The one that you sold, the floppin' pancake. Oh, yeah, that, said Bean. You have to yell. Well, are you going to start today? He was a little yelling, though. After we have some cheese, said Bean. Maybe. Bean's dad pulled into the driveway, and he stopped the car and then turned around to look at Bean and Ivy with narrowed eyes. Before you have some cheese, he said, for sure. Dang. Okay, we did it. Can we have our cheese now, Bean said, coming down into the kitchen with Ivy. Where'd you hide the bags? Her dad looked up and from his computer 
let's see the newspaper first. Bean handed him a piece of paper at the top and it said, the flipping pancake is in enormous letters. Below were some other words that his dad read out loud. Everyone on Pancake Court will be happy to know that Ivy and Bean just got low-fat Belladune cheese just for you serving size. It costs $5 a bag, but it's worth it. Weather today, cloudy. He looked up, looked up at Bean. See, we even did the weather. Can we have our cheese? Bernice Blue, do you really think that this is your best work, he said. Oh, the trick question. Grown-ups were always sly. If you said no, they got mad. If you said yes, they got mad. But you had to say something. Yes, Bean said firmly. I don't think so, said her dad. He gave her a serious look. But Bean tried another way. She made her eyes big. We did our the best we could, she said in her little voice. Ivy made her eyes big too. And they nodded sadly. Her father, her father frowned at her. I don't think so. He said again, again sternly. Listen, girls, you promised people news at Pancake Court, and you took their money, and you have to deliver what you promised. Once you've made a deal, once you've made a real newspaper with real news, you can have your cheese, not before. That's not fair, cried Bean. It's perfectly fair, he said, frowning some more. How were we supposed to find news about Pancake Court? Bean squawked. Nothing ever happens here. Nonsense, said her father. Hundreds of things are happening on Pancake Court all the time. Your job is to go out and figure out, go out there and get the story. He waved his hands. Go, discover, write. It's almost night, said Bean. Nice try, it's afternoon. Get out there, he said, and he sounded very enthusiastic. Find what Pancake Court, find what makes Pancake Court tick. And then we get our cheese, Ivy asked. Give us news, give us truth, and you'll get the cheese, he said, thumping his fist on the kitchen table. Bean rolled her eyes. Come on, she said. Let's get the stupid story. Okay, well, I've been reading by myself, and Bean fell asleep on, like, page zero. So I'm going to say goodbye. Okay, bye.